This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. Hello, this is Edward Arnold with another front page story of our times. Excitement, drama, suspense. These are elements of our life today and they are not confined to the pages of fiction. So sit back with me and listen to a tale of true adventure as we follow Jonathan West on another secret mission. Hi, Aberback, as Jonathan West in The Bell Rang Thrice. Good morning, Miss Hamilton. Oh, I didn't hear you come in, Mr. Pascoe. Rather ingenious, wouldn't you say? Oh? With practice and skill to enter through this door without jarring the bell. I'm so glad you discovered some source of amusement. I'm sure otherwise your daily visits here must be quite dull for you. Dull? My dear Miss Hamilton, my visits here to your little library are just about the only bright spots in my daily chores. Yes, I suppose the chores of the secret police do get rather grueling at times. Oh, yes, they do indeed. Poor Mr. Pasca. Yes, poor Mr. Preston. And poor Czechoslovakia. Yes, poor Czechoslovakia. Huh? What's that? <laughs> oh, you are the joker, though, aren't you? Yes, I'm simply hilarious. Oh, not that I object, but I'd be a little more cautious with that American sense of humor. It may be a little out of place in Prague. So I've noticed. Here, if you'd care to check these magazines. They came in the morning mail. My oh, Reader's Digest, look. No books today, huh? No. Fine. It'll only take me a while to go through them. Aren't we being a little lax, Miss Pasco? There might be some capitalistic advertisements. No, Miss Hamilton, I've explained to you repeatedly that our censorship is not concerned with the importation of political lies. No one here will believe them anyway. Otherwise, our government would hardly permit your United States Information Service to operate this library here in Prague. The way you keep tabs on us, you may as well shut us down. No one except visiting dignitaries or embassy workers ever dares set foot in here. Our people may not want to patronize you out of their own free will, but... And the will of your watchdogs. And with this constant censorship, no one would want to... <laughs> now, Miss Hamilton, we've been all over this again and again. I don't seem to be able to convince you that I'm here merely to prevent the import of pornography. And I suggest you begin by checking the inside of your head. Miss Hamilton, I believe... Will you excuse me, please? Good morning. May I help you, sir? Oh, you most certainly may. Uh, something in books or magazines? Uh, something in books and, uh, conversation. What book did you have in mind, sir? The Private Life of Lady Hamilton by Albert Flamand. Uh, you oh. do have it in stock, don't you? Well, I, I believe we do. Well, it's rather popular and comes in a most... Uh, Attractive binding. I'll, I'll, I'll see whether we have a copy in. Thank you, Miss Amolka. I, I beg your pardon. I said thank you, Miss Amolka. My name happens to be Hamilton. Yes, I know. Then why did you call me Homolka? Well, it was a mere slip of the tongue. I, I recall it was your name before you became an American citizen. Who are you? I uh, won't even have to take the book off the premises. Merely like to check on a passage. Excuse me. You happen to have the time. Well, you came to the right man, my friend. I not only have the time, but will be happy to show you some time pieces that will keep you abreast with it in the future. Huh? Here we are. 
you are about to see the finest selection of watches you ever laid your eyes upon. I'm sure Miss Hamilton won't mind if I use this reading desk as a display table, will you, Miss Hamilton? Uh, no, of course not, Mr. Uh, uh, Westy's the name. Johannes Westy, Zurich, Switzerland. Here's my card. Distributor of fine watches. <laughs> as we all know, there's no movement like a Swiss movement. Right, Mr. Posker? Uh, uh, we have met before. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but it does surprise me. You see, I, I don't have the faintest Oh, but good of... salesmanship makes it my business to know every prospective customer. Uh, yes, but I... You're a member of the secret police, aren't you? Yes, that I am. Nevertheless, I don't know. Ah, remember... there you are. All of you fellows are on my list. A good, reliable timepiece is essential in your kind of work. Uh, take, take a look at this one, for instance. I sold over a hundred of these to your colleagues in Russia. Oh, in Russia? Well, I, I must say, you certainly do get around. Just look at that beautiful case. Observe the sweep of the second hand. <laughs> well, I... Uh, frankly, uh, at the moment, I'm not in the market. Uh, oh, but you just asked me for the time. Obviously, your watch must be out of commission. Oh, sheer absent-mindedness. It's silly of me, wasn't it? Uh, but look me up the next time you pass through Prague again. One never knows when one's watch may stop. <laughs> no, no, one never knows. Uh, good day. What did you say your name was? Yeah, Westy, Johannes Westy, Zurich, Switzerland. Fine watches and anything yes, that... Yes, I know, Mr. Westy, I know. Good day, Miss Hamilton. I'll see you tomorrow. Yes, Mr. Paskin. Good day. We, Mr. Westy, must you display your wares at the drop of a hat? Well, do you know of any better way to get rid of him? <laughs> Come to think of it, no. <laughs> Good. Uh, maybe we can get down to business. Oh, his face. I'd have given anything to have recorded it for posterity. Um, you realize, of course, that you've just invited a thorough security check. Well, I'm quite accustomed to that. Oh? You've tangled with the secret police before? Constantly. For the sport of it? No, for people like Resnick, Kelsiv, and Charnas. And who are they? Men not as lucky as you. Meaning what? Well, they, too, value freedom, only they are not endowed with an American citizenship to guarantee it for them. Nor are other checks. Well, at the moment, I'm only interested in these three. I thought your interest lies in watches. It lies in any means that opens doors for me. Then I repeat, who are you? <laughs> Is that a question or a challenge? Both. Well, I'm sorry, I can't say that I'm the Scarlet Pimpano. I'm crushed. Oh, methinketh my lady is a cynic. So let's assume I'm merely here to give advice. Advice? About what? Uh, that certain book. Oh, yes. The Private Life of Lady Hamilton. A neat approach, to say the least. It's only an advanced maneuver. Oh? You do have a copy, don't you? You weren't really serious about wanting it. Dead serious. Wait a minute. Yes, here it is. But um, if we are to lend it, we must have your correct name. Well, I personally have no need of the book. Come again. There will be three other gentlemen asking for it. In fact, the three I mentioned to you before. This is getting more intriguing by the minute. Don't tell me Lady Hamilton holds the key to some secret formula. Absolutely. Where? On what page? All throughout, in her name. Her name? Yes. Just like yours, it, it has charm. We're back to that again. We never left it. You see, the three gentlemen I mentioned are pilots on the same airline, and though they know of each other professionally, they have yet to meet socially. However, their mutual trait should bring them together, their common want of freedom and their appreciation of a lovely lady. Well, where does the book fit in? The appreciation of a lovely lady. There is only one book. Three men shall ask for it. And what better way is there to bring three men together than over their vying for your affection? Really, Mr. Westy, what 
kind of woman do you take me for? A lady, Miss Hamilton. Excuse me, Miss, is this where your pilots check in? Yes, sir. Whom are you looking for? Uh, Captain Resnick. He is due, um, any minute. In fact, there he comes right now. Hello, Lotta. Getting prettier every day. Thank you, Captain. There's the report. Tell the chief I went straight home to bed, huh? He wants to see you. No, won't it keep? I'm afraid not. He's in quite a stir. Uh, what bit him now? Well, he... Uh, you better let him tell you. Oh, uh... Oh, certainly. I'll see him right away. Uh, excuse me, Captain. Yes? Uh, my name is Westy. May I speak to you for a moment? About what? Uh, well, it's, it's rather personal. I'm sorry, Mr. Westy, but as you can see, this is hardly the time. Hmm? Well, may I wait for you, then? If you wish. Um, would you care to sit down? Oh, yes. Thank you. Incidentally, Miss, uh, when are Captain Kelsiv and Captain Charnow scheduled to arrive? Um, Captain Kelsiv will bring in flight 18 at 4 p.m., and Captain Charnas is due from Moratska Ostrava at 5. Oh, good. Um... Maybe I can help you with some information? I'm afraid not. Oh, now there must be something I can do. You can buy a watch. I beg your pardon? Now, I have here an assortment of the world's finest watches. If you'd care to take a closer look, I will show you. see me, Mr. Hendel? Yes, Joseph, I wish to see you. Mm, anything wrong, sir? Plenty. This office has been overrun by the secret police ever since their monitors picked up this message from our wire service. Message, sir? About 200 gallons of high-octane mobile gas. <laughs> uh, that's just an invoice, sir. I had no petty cash when I stopped over in Berlin to refuel. I figured that much, only it's the mention of that particular brand which got the bloodhounds on our trail. Refueling with American gasoline means landing on American territory. Yes, but we had to, sir. We had run into bad weather shortly before our scheduled stop at Leipzig. We never would have made it. Why weren't we notified at that time? We could have gotten clearances from here. There was no time for clearances. My responsibility was to a 20 lives, not a bunch of rad bureaucrats tying your hand and foot. We'll forget you said that. If you wish, sir, I'll tell them myself. I brought my passengers back, didn't I? No worse for wear or any capitalistic indoctrination. Don't it, man? Keep your mouth shut. Why? Because I agree with you, and, I, and I'm not ready for Siberia. I, I understand, sir. Sorry to have caused you all this trouble. All right, Joseph. The cause of trouble goes beyond you and me. Far beyond. All we can do is dodge the consequence. <laughs> Thanks for dodging, sir. Never mind. These days I'm getting to be quite a master at it. Be careful, Joseph. I'll try. Uh, go home. Get some sleep. Yes, sir. Oh, Captain Resnick. Yes? Uh, you asked me to wait, remember? I didn't ask you. You chose to. Yeah, so I did. Lotta, on that report, I've got to add something. Oh? Forgot to mention that we stopped off at Berlin. My, that's quite an omission. There, let me have it. I'll fill in the details myself. Yeah. And what can I do for you, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Westy? Mr. Westy. I'll wait till you're through. When I'm through, I go home. Uh, Mr. Westy sells watches. Oh, that's nice. It's too bad I don't need one. I've been told you do. By whom? A certain lady. Suppose she does have a name. Hmm? Well, I'm, I'd rather not in front of her. Go right ahead, Mr. Westy. We all consider Lotta just one of the family. Well, uh, Captain, uh, this young lady had an American watch in mind for you. I have it right here. American? 
You aren't, are you? Oh, no, sir. Then what are you doing here selling American watches? My Swiss passport entitles me to sell anything, anywhere I choose. Here, take a close look at it. Truly a pilot's watch built with precision for accuracy. What did you say the lady's name was? I didn't say. I note the watch's graceful lines and all-around beauty. No wonder it is named after a famous beguiling lady in history. Notorious, huh? Oh, some thought so. Lord Nelson didn't. Ah, Lady Lady Hamilton, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, uh, this choice of brand uh, by our unknown party, is it uh, indicative of uh, uh, something? <laughs> Possibly. Olada, <laughs> uh, if you'd bear witness to my succumbing to this salesmanship, I'd never live it down, so would you please excuse us? Hmm? Of course, Captain. <laughs> All right. What's your game? Can you speak plainer now? Well, I spoke as plain as I could. And the game, my friend, is yours. That is, if you'd consider your life a game. Well, the way you spoke of a certain mysterious lady, I hardly considered it a matter of life and death. After all, it all started with a watch. Well, naturally. Without one, you would never know when it is later than you think. Don't <laughs> let's get maudlin. I prefer your riddles about Lady Hamilton. Well, in that case, I'd suggest you read up on her. The U.S. Information Service has some enlightening literature. Is that so, Mr. Weston? Do tell me more. I think I will, Captain Resnick. I think I will. May I help you, sir? <laughs> you most certainly may. Books or magazines? Uh, books. Fiction? I hope not. Then you have nothing specific in mind. Oh, but definitely. Uh, would you care to look around a bit? No. I take it you're looking for something historical. If the private life of Lady Hamilton made history, yes. Hmm? Oh. You do have a copy, don't you? Just one, I'm afraid. You'd have to read it here. Oh, I couldn't right now. Have you, have you read it? Yes. Good, good. Then why don't you tell me all about it at dinner? Huh? I, I beg your pardon, sir. Captain, Captain Resnick. My friends call me Joseph. Uh, where shall I call for you? Really, Captain, aren't you being a bit presumptuous? I don't think so. Some Swiss watch salesman keeps telling me it's later than I think. That's hardly any concern of mine. Oh, but certainly food for thought, eh? Oh, talking about food, I know a wonderful little restaurant where they don't serve borscht and shashlik. Could that entice you? Well, I, I don't know. You see, I, I simply Fine. Don't... Now, if you feel safer, just meet me at the restaurant. It's called a wooden shoe on Kiev Street. But... That's wonderful. I'll be there at eight. Don't worry if you're a little late. See you then. Good day. Well, I never... Of all the nerves. Can I help you, sir? Can you? Mm. Book or magazine? You name it and I take it. <laughs> sir, this is basically an information service. Uh, you and are we... Miss Hamilton, aren't you? Yes. Well, then how about a book on the private life of your namesake? If you were referring to the private life of Lady Hamilton, we have only one copy in stock. I'm afraid we couldn't permit it to go off the premises. Well, I trust uh, you are permitted to go off the premises for dinner, for instance? Can I help you, sir? Oh, I, I believe so. Books or magazines? Uh, a book. Historical? Yes, miss. Don't tell me. Let me guess. Well, that'd be nice. The Private Life of Lady Hamilton. Precisely. 
You're most obliging. Yes, exceedingly so. You realize, of course, that I cannot let the book go off the premises. Oh, oh well, that's a shame. You know, I, I'm a pilot, and we don't stay in town too long. In fact, whenever we have an evening to spare, we usually spend it at... At the wooden shoe, known for its lack of Russian dishes. Oh, 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 oh. then you know it. Know it? I feel I'm part of it. Can I help you? Oh, Mr. Westy, you are just the man I want to see. <laughs> I, I ventured that much. You ventured that much. Look, I grant you, there comes a time in every woman's life when she doesn't mind playing femme fatale. But really, Mr. Westy, in this case, don't you think we bit off just a little more than we can chew? We, Miss Hamilton? It was your idea, if you recall. As of the last report, I have a dinner date with three pilots tonight. Well, good. I, I trust you'll keep it. Should I? Considering none of the three knows about each other? Well, that was the general idea, remember? But hardly a starting point for a three-way friendship. <laughs> you have no designs on any one of them, do you? Well, I should say not. Well, then, what brings men more closely together than the mutual failure of a conquest? Besides, I shall appear as a neutral party to escort you home. Good afternoon, Miss Hamilton. My, you certainly had a busy day. In fact, I did. But how did you know, Mr. Pastor? Oh, word gets around. Ah, Mr. Westy, how's the watch business? Couldn't be better. Incidentally, Miss Hamilton, I hate to trouble you with these details. I understand an airline pilot was in here today. Would you mind telling me what publications he borrowed? None. Not even some travelogue magazine? No. He merely thumbed through some books. Uh, anything wrong, Mr. Pascoe? No, 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 no. Just routine security check. There's a young man who's been taking some liberties with his plane. Made an unauthorized landing yesterday. Um, how did you learn about his visit here today? Oh, as I said, a mere security check. We're having him watched. <laughs> Good evening, madame. You are alone, yeah? Uh, no, no. Um, I'm expecting... Uh, your name, please? Miss Hamilton. Ach, nein, das ist ja nicht möglich. You are that lady, yeah? Uh, yes, yes, I'm the one. I didn't know what to say, but there are three gentlemen waiting, all at different tables. Yes, I know. Just let me make the rounds. Um, let's start with Captain Resnick. Uh, he's right over there in that first booth. Fine. In the meantime, you'd better get us all a bigger table. A banquet side. As you wish, madame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good evening, Captain. Oh, there you are. I'd given you up for lost. You probably would have been better off. A very negative attitude. Only natural, with all the bad news I bring. Ah, you're married, huh? And your husband found us out. Worse. We're going to have company. We, uh, company? Well, you must admit you barely gave me a chance to breathe this morning when you invited me. I forgive you. You had a previous date and you couldn't cancel it, huh? Two. To what? Two dates. Oh, tell me, there'll be four for dinner. Uh-huh. Well, at least let me thank you for coming to me first. I'm afraid I had to. You're afraid? Some more bad news. Oh, you're married to Westy and you sell alarm oh, clocks, please, huh? please, this is serious. The secret police inquired about you today. You're being followed. Well, it's a wonder you showed up at all. Well, honestly, Captain, I think you could at least I'm be sorry, able... I didn't... I didn't mean it the way it sounded. In fact, darn nice of you to stick your neck out by coming here. Uh-oh. 
Here they come. Oh. My other dates. I uh, thought I'd better tell you. Uh, my table is in the other direction. I know. Um, Captain Sharnas, um, I'd like you to meet Captain Resnick. I, um... <laughs> I believe you gentlemen happen to be working for the same airline. Oh, that's nice. Uh, how do you do? Hello. Would you care to join Miss Hamilton and me for a glass of wine? Well, come to think of it, Miss I... Hamilton. Oh, uh, the he- hello, Captain Kelsey. Uh, you haven't met these two gentlemen, have uh, you? No, no. I, I thought maybe you were looking for me over here. You see, my table's over there. Uh, uh, Captain Kelsey also works for the same airline. Uh, <laughs> isn't that a... Coincidence. Yes, it most certainly is. Now, what would you gentlemen say if we all moved to a large table hmm? and split a large bottle of wine? It'd be much more practical, don't you think? Mm. Mm-hmm. I trust it'll be all right with you, Miss Hamilton. Or should I say good morning? Oh, what an unexpected surprise. Investigating dark doorways at this time of night? Oh, no, no, no. Merely seeing to it that no harm comes to Prague citizens uh, and its honored guests. Oh, I didn't realize that there was so much peril, especially in such an obscure district. Oh, a popular night spot like the wooden shoe it doesn't make it quite that obscure. Oh, I see. I also see that you're not alone. No, no, no. At night, it is safer to travel in pairs. Gustav has been on the force with me for some time now. Haven't you, Gustav? Yes, Mr. Pasker. Hmm. Uh, expecting trouble? Why? Well, you both seem to be flanking this building so strategically. Oh, a mere, a mere patrolling tactic. Yeah, incidentally, do you happen to have the time? The time? Uh, uh, 20 minutes after midnight. Has your watch finally stopped? <laughs> not, not yet, no, no. This darkness makes it hard to see. Well, I'll sell you one yet with a luminous dial. <laughs> you Swiss are so industrious. You you did say you're Swiss, didn't you? Yes. And proud of my neutrality. Good, good, good. good. I, I'd, I'd hate to see you get involved with the wrong element. Well, as a citizen from a democracy, I trust you don't mind if I don't consider communism the right element? Well, that's your privilege. I'm going to the wooden shoe. Would you care to have a drink to my privilege? No, no. Thank you, thank you. If you should see Miss Hamilton, though, do give her my regards, won't you? Yes, a pleasure, Mr. Pasco. Uh, good evening, sir. Are you by yourself? Uh, I won't be for long. You're joining a party, no? Uh, no, the party is joining me. I, I'm looking for Miss Hamilton. You too, sir? Yes, but don't let it bother you. Uh, where is your washroom? Uh, right over there, next to the bar. Fine, fine. Uh, how would you like a genuine Swiss gold watch? Uh, for how much? For nothing. For nothing, sir? Well, not exactly. Just a small favor. Yeah? Now look, don't tell anyone, but I have followed a jewel thief down here, and I'm going to trap him in the washroom in exactly ten minutes. You don't say so. Now, here, here's your watch. Now, you look at it and time yourself. Huh? In exactly ten minutes, you run outside and call for the police and tell them we've got a crook cornered in the washroom. You understand? Oh, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Now, show me at which table I'll find Miss Hamilton. Uh, right behind that partition, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Well, if it isn't Mr. Westy in person, I suspect these gentlemen are 
fact, all of us would like to have a word with you, sir. And I thought you'd never come. Uh, uh, Mr. Westy, as a rule, I don't mind practical jokes, but I believe that there are I'm sorry, for... gentlemen. I hoped I'd have time for a more detailed explanation, but as things stand this very moment, the three of you have exactly ten minutes to make up your minds. Make up your minds about what? Isn't it rather apparent to you that your meeting here did not come about by accident? First, examine the facts. Captain Resnick, you have more at stake right now than anyone. There are two men from the secret police posted outside these very doors. This is only the beginning. A beginning that is bound for inevitable disaster. And as for you, Captain Charnas and Captain Kelsey, I have only this to say. Up to date, you have just one thing in common with Captain Resnick, your open distaste for communism, which you have already expressed quite carelessly on past occasions. It is only a matter of time until your honesty will brand you as well. Where did you get your information? What gives you the right to inject yourself into our affairs? Obtaining such information is my occupation. Injecting myself into your affairs, my mission. And uh, selling watches? My entree. Me think of milady is a cynic no more. I know. Or you wouldn't have played along with me. Even though you aren't the Scarlet Pimpernel. Nor am I Westy of Zurich, Switzerland. I gathered that much. Well, that leaves but one. He helped Havasta. Oh, that was a stupid legend. Legend or not, Johnny Havasta was a worthwhile risk. Jonathan West? I don't believe it. That is a little consequence. Only one question counts this very minute. Are you willing to chance escape? Should we have ten minutes? Now you have only two. I need but one. So do I. I take this very instant. With planes to pilot, you're on your own. What Joseph did in Berlin yesterday, you three can do in Munich tomorrow. Only you can stay for good. Tomorrow? Why the sudden rush? Because tomorrow is still 12 hours away, and a certain Mr. Pasca has his eyes on you tonight. He must be isolated till takeoff time. How do you propose to do that? Please! We are doing it right now. We're coming! We're coming! Hold on! Hold on! Gentlemen, I suggest we retire to the men's lounge. Will you excuse me, Miss Hamilton? Uh, certainly, but why are Mr. Pasca and that man running to the men's lounge? I really couldn't tell, unless, of course, they were anxious to get cleaned up. I see you gave up outwitting the bell. It's that to be wrong, isn't it? <laughs> well, aren't you at least going to ask me about my trip to Munich? Thank you. I made a full report on it at the office. I'm surprised you came back. Why not? My Uncle Sam put me here. And here I stay. Mm. Any magazines come in? Oh, yes. I, I know you'll enjoy this one in particular. It has a full account of how Resnick, Sharnas... And Kelsey landed in Munich. Would you like me to read it to you? Never mind, I can read. Oh, and Mr. Westy dropped by just a while ago. Westy? He's still in town? He's leaving Europe today. Going to take a vacation, he said, with an old newspaper friend of his, Douglas of the World. He um, told me to give you his regards and that you owe him a hundred coronas payable to me. hundred coronas for what? This watch. He left it for you. I never ordered this watch. He said you promised you'd buy one from him once yours should ever stop. And from what I understand, he made it stop in that men's lounge. This is Edward Arnold again. The story you have just heard is true. With the exception of Jonathan West, all characters are real. 
In March of 1950, three Czechoslovakian pilots with 85 passengers in their planes flew over the border to Munich, Germany, and freedom. as Jonathan West, concludes the Secret Mission series. Others in the cast were Joan Banks, Lamont Johnson, Fritz Feld, Bob Sweeney, Shep Mankin, Joe Cranston, Gene Young, Bill Bissell, Bob Emlin, and Leroy Leonard. Music was composed by John Hicks with musical direction by Michel Perrier. The Bell Rang Thrice was written for Secret Mission by Peter Brook, produced and directed by Robert M. Young. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.